Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 Media Wave Radio Pulpit. We trust the Lord is doing you good. Sipati is on the line. Hey, Sipati. Hello, Pastor Ray. How are you? I knew you would ask that. <laughs> it's been a while. I had to ask. It's been a while. <laughs> been I'm, a while. I'm, I'm, I'm actually a phone caller, you know. <laughs> it's not like in the olden days where a person did not have a phone, Gohabo, and mm. there, were, there was no thought of a cell phone. Mm. Uh, mm. If anyone had a thought of a cell phone, it would be those things called walkie-talkie, which were held by <laughs> the police only, you know? Mm. Uh, mm. So the only way to communicate with someone who is at a distance, like I am with you, <laughs> it, it would be to write a letter. Yeah. And then you start that letter, you say, in Isizulu, Gempilo Entle Engigu Fisela Yona. Gia Temba Uti Nisapi, Langi Bala Lenuati. Gengumbulo Yogubuzi Safuti, Noguti Sapi Legana. And all of it are car Tinazapi Lekaya. No, I don't uh, um, <laughs> The olden days, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I am Moylan. Are you well? I'm great. Thank you, Pastor. And thank you for having me. We are talking about the need to appease your spouse. Now, I have heard many people saying, your happiness is not my responsibility. Mm. And then somewhere, somehow you hear them saying, it takes two to tango. Then you ask your person, yourself, is this, is this person really confused or selective? Mm. Because when these two become one, it is the responsibility of each to appease the other. And appeasement does not mean that you become a fool for another person. Mm. It doesn't mean that. Appeasement means that you actually... Uh, nurturing your own happiness by securing it in the next person. This is what we call a marital marital diplomacy, wisdom. And uh, once your wife is happy, you or your husband is happy, you are also happy. Because you now live for each other. You live to meet the expectations of each other, wherever you can. And you live, whether you like it or not, you live to appease them. Mm. Hence the word says your body belongs to your spouse and your spouse's body belongs to you. This implies that in one way or another, the joy that your spouse should have should be derived to a greater degree from you. Many people don't see it that way, Sipati. Absolutely. You know, Pastor, it's amazing that um, in the early days of marriage, mm. you know, we do all that we can to appease one another. Yeah. You know, and sometimes we even feel that we're not doing enough to show the other person that we care. And however, as time goes on, you know, when people have been together for, for some time, um, our efforts tend to cease. Mm. We no longer um, take, um, or whether we no no longer show the other person how much we care about them. Yeah. We don't put in the effort anymore. 
you know, and I think that's the mistake that many of us make when we, we've been married for, for quite a while. But it's very important to keep or to be consistent in marriage, mm. you know. If mm. you started off on a, what people would call <clears throat> a high horse, <laughs> you yeah. know, if you started off, you know, doing all you can to show the person that you love, that you love them, Yes. Putting a lot of effort in the relationship, it's important to continue that way all throughout. Yeah, you know, because it's in the in, it's in the consistency that we are able to show our spouse that we are um, truly in love with them. You know, mm. it's very important to understand that part of appeasing your spouse means that you would have to reassure them every now and then. It means also that you would have to give them attention. Um, it means that you would have to, you know, carry each other's burdens, you know. Um, so there's certain things that we cannot let time take away in the marriage, which is, you know, uh, providing for your spouse, which is serving your spouse, which is showing your, uh, your spouse affection. So those are certain ways that we can appease one another and keep one another happy in mm. the marriage. And mm. the moment we start lacking in those areas, it opens a gap to negative things. Um, and then you will find people wanting to find attention elsewhere, uh, people wanting to find happiness elsewhere. And you'll find people starting to say things like, well, I'm not responsible for the other person's happiness. You know, but the truth of the matter is that, as you stated earlier, that when we get married, we become one, meaning that I am responsible for your happiness, you are responsible for mine because mm. I am one with you. Yeah. And if we can get that part right, we will not find ourselves saying things such as, I'm not responsible for your happiness, you know? Mm. Um, so it, it is really important also to not pay attention to what is trending in the world because that has really caused a lot of problems in marriages and or how we view our marriages. Um, we tend to get carried away by what, what the world is doing and what the world is saying at the time and what psychology is saying at the time and we want to bring that into the marriage. But our foundation, first and foremost, is Christ himself. And that means we would have to... Um, carry our marriage the way that the Bible um, stipulates, not the way that the world dictates to us or whatever is trending at that time. Mm. You know, one of the things that really is a bit of a, a puzzle mm. is when spouses think that they can live independent of each other. And I think, I think money is one of the causes of that. Mm. Where a person thinks now, oh, okay, now I can do without this guy. Mm. Because now they're earning money. They do, they're making, they're killing it, as they say. They're killing it now. They're, they're really, really getting paid. <laughs> and, and people fail to realize that all the blessings that come, they come within a covenant. Mm. And mm. once the stipulations of that covenant or, or stipulations are broken. Mm. And so will be the enjoyment of that blessing. The Lord will not take that blessing away. No, he, his blessings are without repentance. So he won't mm. take the blessing away. But it won't do you good. Mm. And 
once you start now pleasing friends and other people instead of pleasing your spouse, it won't do you good in the long run or in a short run. Someone was telling me something in Guatemala this weekend. I was burying uh, my uncle there, you know, and uh, they say their spouse died on the same car and they were having girlfriends. And when they were called on to, and, and these guys were killing it, they were making it big, they had businesses, you know. Mm-hmm. And then they say, one of the most amazing things is that the radio was still on when they were taking out the three bodies because there were four, two guys, two ladies, uh, these side chicks, the one lived. And uh, they were saying, they were playing the Brooke Benton song that says lie to me. Mm-hmm. What, what I'm trying to point at here is to appease your spouse implies that you also are available for them. You mm-hmm. also are faithful to them. You also are belonging to them and mm-hmm. with them. And should you be having these couples things and stuff, it should be with your spouse mm. and nobody else. But once, once that becomes something else, then something else opens doors for it to operate. It may not be an accident, but it can be a lot of unhappiness. It can be diseases. It can be a divorce. It can be a miserable life. It can be kids born out of wedlock, you know, because one basically has set themselves not to appease their spouses. And and many people think that this is a sexual matter. It's not. It's a spiritual matter. Yeah. When we come back, let's look at moments. Take a song by Kelly Price. Healing. One vision, one voice, one message. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM and 729 Cape Pulpit. Impacting lives from Gauteng to the Cape. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za In today's rush world, there is limited time for yourself. Your cell phone, however, is with you all the time. So why not use it? Visit our Radio Pulpit website with your cell phone and restore your soul. There you can find out more about Radio Pulpit. Download the Bible to your cell phone. Read Word for Today. And you can listen to us online. Just visit www.radiopulpit.co.za. Especially developed for your cell phone. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. As easy as the touch of a button, the message of life on 657 AM. 657 medium wave i'm talking to sipati tabudi and here we are we're touching base on this very aspect the issue of the need and the value to appease your spouse 
Now, Sipati, mm. I laid some premises, you know, uh, prior to the song and uh, in our first segment. And then uh, those premises are many times when people say, say, Hantabisi, it's mm. when they talk about things that are silly at times. Uh, uh, but basically, to please your spouse means, number one, you are faithful to them. You love them, Asker. But yeah, it, it's, you love them, and then you are faithful to them. You can't say you love them and then you're not faithful to them. That's why I started with that point, you are faithful to them, so that you understand that you cannot say you love them if you're not faithful to them. So the overall uh, cover in the first point mm-hmm. that makes everything else possible is love then faithfulness and uh, you are honest with them you belong with them and the word says and the man shall cling to his wife you are one with them clinging you are one with them number six you also are devoted to them they are your friend they are your companion they are your body. You know, you, you basically have them in your space. Your space is his or her space. Mm. Number eight, you value them. Number nine, you prefer them. I mean, you want to keep them pleased. You must prefer them. Mm. Isn't that you will realize that some other physical things don't mean much? If these qualities are there. Number 10, you are open to them. Means you have no shame Mm -hmm. of being exposed to them with whatever. You are open to them. Adam and Eve were not ashamed of each other. You have reached that level. You are open to them with regards to everything. And that is your emotions, your thoughts, your fears, your frustrations, your victories, your ambitions, you know, um, what you have. You don't have secret accounts that they don't know about (laughs) Um, because you are appeasing to them. You are an open book. They know what you like, what you love, what you want, what you need, and the opposite of that, number 10. Number 11. They have a relationship of trust with you. Mm-hmm. You trust them. You want to please your spouse? Trust them. Mm-hmm. And then number 12, you want to please your spouse? Continue to know them. It means there are aspects that you will start to know as you grow older with them. Mm-hmm. You know? Uh, uh, you start to notice their wisdom. You start to notice their industry. That is why, you know, if someone continues to be a boy in a marriage, that's going to be a a big problem. Or someone continues to be a girl in a marriage, it's going to be a problem. Mm. What comes to mind? (laughs) Well, I couldn't agree with you more, Pastor Ray. And, you know, what what is more exciting is that... um, in, in all that you've counted, um, there is nothing that is materialistic mm. that we so often point at when we talk about how unhappy we are in our marriage, you mm. know? And I think to add on to that, I want to say that 
you know, to appease your, your spouse, you need to be able to serve one another. So, in, in, you know, it could be in the home, for example. You know, there's nothing wrong with a husband that helps fold the laundry, for example. Mm. Um, a husband that helps with the washing of dishes or repairing things in the home, you know. That's another way that we can serve one another. Just as much as your wife serves you uh, by making sure you have a meal after work and all of those things, mm. you know. Mm. And another way we can appease one another is by praising each other in public. Yeah. Oftentimes, you know, especially I think with the older generation, um, I'm not sure if they are a bit shy, but we don't we don't see them praise one another in public for everyone mm, to see, mm, you mm. know. And there is nothing wrong with that. There is nothing wrong with telling, you know, everyone how beautiful your wife is or how handsome your husband is, you mm. know. It really does create a special bond between the two people. It says to the other one that I am so proud of her that I'm willing to tell the whole world that I'm proud and um, I love her and that she is the most beautiful person to me or in my eyes, yeah. you know. And um, the other way is for us to be transparent with one another. You mentioned this. Um, you know, we being transparent also means that we confess our sins to one another. You know, the Word of God, when you read in James 5, um, I think it's uh, verse 5, uh, 16, it says we should confess our sins um, to one another. You know, so that's another way we can be transparent um, to one another. And also, it is very important to continue to show affection. Um, as time goes on, when we've been married for a long time, you know, um, the romance has a way of slipping out, you know, in the marriage. But for things to remain um, exciting and for that bond to be strong in the marriage, we need to continue to show affection to one another. And also, um, lastly, it is important to be a husband that provides for the family. Mm. Um, a husband who provides or who truly loves his wife will be a husband who labors diligently in order to to provide for for their family. Yes, we know we're living in, in trying times, we're living in difficult times, issues of jobs and all that, but it is the effort that really counts. You know, you don't want to be the kind of husband that says, ah, well, there are no jobs, but you're not even lifting your finger to try and search for a job. You know, mm. so it is the effort that we will appreciate. Um, it is when we see that you are doing something and failing at it um, that we will appreciate that you at least doing something about it. You know, so mm. that is another way a husband can really appease their spouse. Um, I mean, their wife uh, by ensuring that they provide for their family. Absolutely, it's important that. Uh much of the times, you know, uh, spouses should uh, work together. You know, uh, they should work together uh, and and to enhance the marriage. I mean, uh, with all that which comes about mm. and all that which unfolds, you know, mm. there is a serious need for spouses to really, uh, I'm not saying meet each other with halfway, but to walk together. Mm. 
mm. and to care about each other mm. you know because if they don't then it's a bit of a problem you know it's a bit of a problem mm. yeah and 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 uh, i've seen also that uh, many people have gone on to actually not understand mm. the aspect of appeasing one another. Mm. It is to make the other to be very much content, mm. very much satisfied with their own marital status. That even when you are out with friends, Sipati, there's no need mm. to suspect that there are mm. sinister brying that is taking place there. Mm. You know? Because they are yeah. pleased with you. Yeah. They trust you. You trust them, you know. Uh, and, and those moments these days are not entertained that much. It's always manipulations of situations that would bring temporary happiness. Mm. A bunch of flowers there. It is brought about because there's something that they suspect you saw on the phone. Ah, come on. <laughs> when we come back, let's look at effects. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to, someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text? Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression, or anxiety. Speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Toy and Danny Van Bili, are ready to connect with you today. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Get in touch with the truth, the light, and the life. 657 AM. Give your faith wings. Explore life with 657 AM. 657 AM. 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit. I'm talking to Sipati Davudi, and here we are. You know, one of those things. Now, I can say without a doubt that sometimes we become uh, very much unaware that we are no longer pleasing our spouses. I mean, 
you still buy bread, you still do your chores, you still provide. If you're a guy, you still uh, do everything that needs to be done. But you're no longer pleasing your spouse. You, you still have your intimate moments and stuff, you know, but you're not pleasing them. To please means you're not now doing things in their favor, just like we described earlier on. You are not their friend anymore. You are not having open talks anymore. You are not uh, considerate of each other. You know, when you consider someone, they become pleased with you. It makes them to be comfortable around you. Mm. Um, they start to have an impression that you are taking them quite seriously, you know. Mm. And uh, when that is no longer the case, they don't become pleased with you anymore in that if you don't do those things of being considerate and all that now you start to become ill considerate which means you will be passing a vibe towards them which is hateful you're no longer paying attention to them which pleases them you are ignoring them which basically says to them they don't matter anymore you are cutting them out. See the pain there? Mm. And then at times also they start to see that you, you don't care about their well-being. Because you used to before. How was your yeah. day? How have you spent your day? Now you just get in, you open your, your laptop, and there you are with a big jag of tea and those glasses uh, on your eyes, you can only see what's around you, you know. You can only see the laptop. You can't see anyone in the house. And then you keep on saying to you, but I'm grinding for the family. Quite sad that you don't realize that they're not pleased with you, even though you give them everything they need. But basically, they're not pleased with you. There's no time you pay, you know, you, you, you spend for them. You don't have moments for them. You don't have considerations for them. You don't regard them as friends. You now don't regard them as equals. The people who are your equals are your colleagues. The ones that you speak with all the time. Or friends that you WhatsApp all the time. And then... Before you know it, we see some cracks in a marriage. See, buddy? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think, Pastor Ray, that it's very important for, you know, the appeasement of our spouses to be truly genuine. And I'm highlighting this because as, um, earlier when we started, I mentioned that, you know, in the early days or before we get married, we go all out, you know, to impress, to fulfill, to serve to satisfy, you know, our spouse because, you know, we still want to win them all over mm. or we're still very excited because it's the early days. Mm. And if that is not genuine from the onset, it will get to a point where it ceases completely, you know? So we really need to be careful as to how we start off. If how we start off is not genuine and is only based on trying to win somebody over, the moment that we win them over, 
then we will feel that there's no need for us to continue appeasing them or fulfilling them or making Mm. them happy because Mm. we have gotten what we were looking for in the first place, Mm -hmm. you know? So, and I think it now also boils down to genuine love or your spouse. Yeah. Um, I, I feel that, you know, when you truly love someone, certain things are effortless. They will just come naturally. Mm. Things like praising her in public or him in public. Those things become embedded in you because of the love that you have for them. Yeah. Um, it won't take an extra effort. It won't take having to be reminded by um, a therapist or something like that or for things to go south or you to, remi- to remember that, oh, I need to to be good to my spouse, you know? So we really need to look at our motives and our intentions from the onset. If mm. you know that um, I would not be able to maintain this type of behavior, I would rather you don't even start with with it because certain people are drawn to you because of the certain behaviors that they see in you. Yeah. And if there comes a time when you're not able to, you know, um, behave in that certain way, then it starts causing problems in the marriage, you know? What we see happening a lot with our younger people in the, in the church is that the certain uh, behavior that we, we show in the church because we are surrounded by um, fellow Christians and we possess the certain, or whether we, we display the certain behavior and, you know, it attracts certain people to us. Yeah. Only to find that this is an act that we put up when we are in church because, you know, we, we're really good at acting. So we put up <laughs> this act when we're in church and it, we attract certain people. We go into marriage with this person. They are of the opinion that you are this kind of person. And when, you know, you're no longer able to sustain that, that's when the true colors start coming out and you find marriages that last only a year or even less because what the, what attracted that person to you was not your true self. It was not genuine, you know? Mm. You, you went all out just so that you can win them over and that's it. And same with us as women. We also... You know, we, we do all the extra work when we're trying to get that ring on our finger. We go all out, we behave in a certain way, and once we get married, then we feel we no longer need to put in the effort. Mm. And that causes a lot of problems in our marriages. It is quite sad when we see that coming across. Um, here's another perspective. Just in short, I'd like to hear what you say on this. Uh, you know, the value of really pleasing your spouse implies also to get fre- to get rid of friends that are making your spouse uncomfortable. What's your take there? Um, you know, I think that when we go into marriage, we have a certain vision for, for our family. And anything that does not speak to that should be things that we're willing to cut off. You know, sometimes it could be friends. And I don't think that um, people would be unreasonable and expect you to cut off friends without, you know, solid reason. Mm. When your spouse is uncomfortable with a certain friend, there is probably a reason for that. And in most cases, you'll find that this same friend is someone who's influencing you in a negative way. You stay out late or you do this and this, um, and their friendship is not contributing positively into the marriage. Yeah. You know? And I think that we should be willing to cut off those relationships or friendships 
for the sake of our marriage. Mm. Right. When we come back, we are going to touch on the benefits of appeasing your spouse. There is nothing as beautiful as seeing spouses that are appeased with each other. And uh, uh, it shows everywhere they go. They don't have to exhibit it. It is just them. It becomes them. And much of the times that is where we find quite a lot of failings and uh, which result in estrangement. They result in separate developments. These two cannot even work in the same room. You know, the other one would prefer to be somewhere outside at the stoop next to some blocum tree. The other one there, outside the kitchen, uh, overlooking uh, through the fence, seeing the back opposite neighbors. Mm. And uh, the other one would prefer to be playing radio alone. Or you would hear someone who constantly say to their spouse, Kesaya komachiteng or Kesaya, at my friends, I'll come back later. Most of the times. And a person who spends almost every day going back to their homes, to their father and mother's homes, you know, always finding an excuse to come late at home. Then you know, ish. Yeah. Nevertheless, let's take some song. And I think this one would really please everyone. And uh, it is a nice song of Smoky Novel. Remember earlier? We played Trinity 5-7 over and over. A great song indeed there. Featuring uh, uh, James Morton, the bishop himself. Now, Smokey Nuffle, still I say thank you. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. It's difficult to face the overwhelming pressures of life alone. Sometimes we just need someone to talk to. Someone to listen to us. And what better way to do that than through a quick and easy WhatsApp text. Whether you're having a hard time coping with school, family issues, being bullied, depression or anxiety, speak to someone who cares today. Send a WhatsApp message to 064-530-6805 or 074-995-9085. Our I Am Youth Counseling Team, Charles Dudoy and Danny Vambili, are ready to connect with you today. Radio Pulpit is a family radio station committed to biblical values. For this reason, we have signed a code of conduct with the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, Radio Pulpit is committed to giving news that is accurate, comments that are fair, and programming that is not offensive, obscene, or harmful. If you feel that Radio Pulpit is not living up to that code, we encourage you to direct your complaint in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa, PO Box 412-365, Craig Hall 2024, or send a fax to 011-787-0280. 
or email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. The Broadcasting Complaints Commission is also obtainable on their website, www.bccsa.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. You're on 657 AM, radio with the truth in his voice. Welcome back, 657 Medium Wave Radio Pulpit, talking to Sipati Tabudi late night. And, uh, of course, we trust and believe the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. And here we are, and uh, we are coming to conclusions with regards to the value of pleasing your spouse. You know, uh, we spoke about the cons of this, you know, um, the effects, the negative effects that happen if one doesn't want to please their spouse. And we, we described as to what is it that we are implying about pleasing your spouse. And uh, it is nothing sexual, you know, but it has to be an overall holistic and I can say without a doubt that sometimes we are those kinds of people who basically go to an extent of uh, uh, not seeing, you know, the benefits that are there. But at least if we talk about them, perhaps someone will open up their eyes and start to see these things. Now, one of the things is that your spouse, when they see that you please them, they will be loyal to you. Loyalty is the highest quality. When I was a student some time ago, I found out that loyalty can actually not be measured properly. And once one exhibits loyalty, they basically are sending a message of a devotion that is without question mm-hmm. and that uh, uh, brings forth a confidence on the other. Mm-hmm. You know, when someone says, you know what, there's one thing I know about my husband. He will not leave me. Mm-hmm. Y- you know, th- this it means, you know, there is a form of loyalty that he disposes towards her or she disposes towards him. Mm-hmm. That even if they can have disagreements to the highest extent, they won't leave each other. Yeah. And uh, others is also that when you exhibit the aspect of, you know, attaching value in terms of appeasement to your spouse you are unlocking in them Uh, and i don't know if you are aware of this are you aware that when people are happy with someone they actually throw any kind of favor to them Mm. even favors that are above them (laughs) you know when someone is pleased with someone Mm. they can do anything for them now, that is a plus sign. So appeasement, that's why I said it's a diplomatic act in marriage. Because it works for you. Even though the other one sees themselves very much appeased. 
But whatever it is that they will be bringing towards you will be fruits of that appeasement. They will speak about you in their highest places. Mm-hmm. They will be proud of you. They will be transparent towards you. They will be open towards you. Mm-hmm. They will love you even their love will grow more and more and more. They will prefer you to an extent that you will see that Joe. I don't know how to put this across, but my husband is dependent on me. You know? And in a good way. I'm not talking manipulative, abusive. In a good way. That they trust you with their lives. They trust you with everything that they bring in the house. It brings all those things across. Sipati, finally. Well, I, I, I truly agree with that. You know? The reason why you would find a spouse or a wife or a husband speak proudly of their their partner, it is because of how they've mastered the art of appeasement in the marriage. These are people who have basically left each other in a state of peacefulness and contentment because of the love that they've been able to show to one another. You know, these are the people who really praise one another, people who are confident in the love that they have for one another. And that builds trust in the marriage, which is very important. And it also makes communication very, very easy in the marriage when there is appeasement. Because, um, you know, you, you, you get to a level of so much contentment, so much that you are able to be your true self without the fear of being judged or being misunderstood, you know. And even if there is that misunderstanding, you know, that the level of communication will allow the two of you to sit down and be able to clear things up. So, you know, uh, I want to just say this, that as far as appeasement is concerned, it is not an option, especially in a marriage or in a godly marriage. If we really understand what the Word of God expects of me as a husband and you as a wife, then appeasement is not an option. Because when we do what the Word of God expects of us, then issues of um, being, being loyal, issues of loving your wife and respecting your husband, they, they come freely. You know, they don't become a burden to do um, because of... of how things have been made easy due to the fact that we are able to appease one another in the marriage. Mm, absolutely. And and that is one of those things that I see much of the times. One does not even become afraid or ashamed of belonging to the other. So, sometimes, well, well I'm critical. You know, and then his or hers, my king, my queen. But I can get where it is, and, and they wear this in public places. Mm-hmm. Well, others, are, they want to cement, uh, you know, because the other one was unfaithful. They said, okay, now you must start walking with me in public <laughs> wearing that. But I hope that's not the case. But if it is about pleasing one another, you, you basically consider them. Mm-hmm. You you even dress up for them, you know? Mm-hmm. 
and say, okay, it's, it's, it's my husband who chose the green shoes for me today. So the whole day, you look at how you're dressed and you say, by the way, this, this is how my husband finds me attractive. Or this is how my wife finds me attractive. brown. <laughs> and everyone at work says, hey, Buddha, what are you doing? Hey, you, you say to them, hey, They laugh and say, ah, but I'm sorry, how are you? But you know, that is appeasement. And that is how it should be. And that is how it should go about. And we tend to miss it at times. Anyway, Sipati, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you so much for having me, Pastor and how do people connect with you, by the way? Um, yes, I'm on Facebook. My Facebook name is Sipati Tabudi. And I'm also on email. My email address is Sipati at mishikwfoundation.org. All right. Some people are saying, hey, Munar, we, we talk to your guests, but we get no responses. I think they're not referring to you because I think they find you all the time. I care Sipati. Amen. Amen. <laughs> All right. And of course, uh, we will talk to Sipati again the coming week. Coming up next, we are going into the second hour and uh, we are taking it further, the issue of discussions. And we will touch base with our guests with regards to what we have at hand just after this beautiful song. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Did you know you can order your favorite Radio Pulpit programs on CD so that you can listen to them whenever you like? Contact our friendly client services department now to place your order. You will find them on 012-334-1200, 657-AM, your daily companion. You and 657-AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.